We have a new episode, baby. <laughs> hey, it's Toria from Just a Little Pod. I am the host, the one with the disability. And if Ronisha was here, Ronisha would say, Hey, I'm Ronisha. I do not have a disability, but I'm here as an ally. That's what she would say. Um, and if you're new to the podcast, there's typically two people, but she is out for a little bit taking care of herself. Um, but yes, typically it's both of us. Um, Ronisha brings her perspective, you know, since me and her grew up together and she's had to experience a lot of the things that I've had to go through and she, yeah, so she provides her perspective. And then of course I provide my perspective from actually being a disabled person in this wonderful world. You hear me? (laughs) And um, so, yeah, welcome to the podcast. If this is the first episode that you're listening to, or like if this is your first introduction to our podcast, welcome. We are glad that you're here, and um, we hope to keep you along for the ride. Um, We are very much so in the beginning stages of having a podcast, so... um, So, yeah, stick with us from the beginning. You know, we're starting from the bottom and we will we will make it to the top. Okay, All right. So. um, So, yeah, this is uh, another episode. Um, Guys, ladies, non-binaries, this is the last week of Dwarfism Awareness Month. Can you all believe it? Like this is a. This has been such a quick month. I didn't realize that it came by so quickly. Um, But it's been such a fun week. uh, Or week. (laughs) It's been such a fun month. Um, Like I said in previous episodes, this is my first time celebrating or acknowledging Dwarfism Awareness Month. Because, of course, I didn't know we had a month for awareness. So... The fact that this is my first time, you know, celebrating and acknowledging this, it's been super fun. And I feel like it's such a huge growth for me um, because, you know, this is talking about my disability, talking about dwarfism, talking about the things that I talk about this openly is not typical behavior for me. Um, So uh, I don't talk about this kind of stuff very much on my regular days, which is, it could be seen as a good thing or a sad thing. Um, But this month I've been talking about it left and right. And the funny thing is when I talk about it, I talk about it with a sense of pride as as opposed to this like, feeling of, um, I guess this feeling of shame, but let me preface with saying like, when I say shame, not preface, that's not the right word I wanted to use. Let me add context to why I say that. So I, like I said before, or I believe I've said before throughout my life, I've never really, um, fully accepted the fact that I, had a disability, disability. Um, I never wanted to fully accept my dwarfism, um, because society basically made me feel like I, you know, I, I just don't, I don't know. Society made it to where it, it made it very difficult for me to walk 
in my confident self. And so, um, so yeah, I would always kind of like do whatever I could to avoid anything related to dwarfism. Um, if I, you know, if somebody pointed it out, I was always like, Ugh, don't, don't look at me. Don't do this. Don't focus on that. Um, and all this other stuff. And I always just tried to find ways to hide behind other things to help people not see my dwarfism, right? And so with this month, with with this, you know, celebrating this month, and also just me, you know, growing into a more mature and, you know, someone who's being a little more understanding of myself, um, I'm in this zone where I'm like, I feel more comfortable talking about my dwarfism and my disability um, or my dwarfism as a disability. Um, I'm way more comfortable. I don't feel like this sense of like shame or judgment. It's like, it's. I'm at this point now where I'm like, this is who I am. If you don't like it, I don't care what you think. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna try to hide who I am just because you don't want to accept this part of me. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so this is growth guys. This is growth. So, um, I say all that to say this month has, has shown me, this month has shown me how much I have grown as a person, because like I said, you know, when I was younger, I could not, I don't even think I could have done what I'm doing now. You know what I'm saying? So, and don't get it twisted, guys. I'm still a work in progress. There's still moments where I revert back to, you know, me being the, you know, timid, shy person. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I work very hard. I work daily to walk in my confidence and walk in, you know, my full self. So anyways, that was my deep thought with Toria moment. <laughs> so um, do I have any announcements for y'all today? Um, I will say next, next episode, or shall I say next week, y'all are gonna get two episodes. Um, because I am just feeling frisky that, uh, today. <laughs> um, so, um, one episode will be, um, with a person, actually both people that I'm talking with on episodes are people that I admire, I love, and I am so excited to, you know, chat with them. And I'm so, so excited for our listeners to check out those episodes. Um, so, you know, make sure you guys are, uh, subscribed or followed to, um, anywhere that you listen to a podcast, um, so y'all can stay notified when a new episode is released. Like I said, there will be two episodes, uh, that will be posted, so y'all can, like, binge on that. It's, you know, I'm excited, so, and I... Hope they're excited just as much as I am. <laughs> so, um, so that's one announcement. Like I said, share it with your friends. Uh, just tell them about this podcast that you're listening to. 
so we can um, try to reach more and more people, you know, as time goes by. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pocket Cast, Anchor, Radio Breaker. You can listen to us on basically anything you listen to podcasts to. You know what I'm saying? So um, no excuses, guys. <laughs> so um, follow us there. And like I said, whenever we post a new episode, you will be notified for it. And I also want to encourage you guys to check out our website, justalittlepod.com. I am trying to be better with posting more content on there as well. Um, So please hold me accountable, guys, and just be like, hey, girl, you are um, you've been you've been missing from the uh, from the website. What's going on? And then I'll be like, oh, I should have done better. So. um, So, yeah, check out our website uh, and you can also check us out on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also trying to do more with that as well. Uh, I'll be honest with you guys. Sometimes it's like hard to keep up with that Twitter. Uh, It's hard to keep up with uh, the website. It's hard to keep up with all of these things. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but I also work full time. So sometimes I just, you know, forget to show attention to other (laughs) spaces. So, um, So, yeah, so just follow us there, and I will try my best to be more on top of that. And um, and also, don't forget the summit, the Our Presence is Our Power uh, conference, one-day conference, is next, no, two weeks from now, actually. It's going to be on the 8th. Um, so by the time this episode is released, it'll be like a week and a half. So if y'all haven't registered, you need to register, okay? Like, it's going to be a great time. And your girl is going to be an MC, And I don't know. I think I'm a pretty good MC. Granted, I've only emceed maybe two things, um, which I didn't even know. Side note, guys. I didn't even know that the, the two things that I emceed for, I didn't even know that was what it was called. I just thought I was just being a nice facilitator. <laughs> um, but And it was for work, so it wasn't like a a huge thing, I guess you could say. But anyway, um, and so yeah, I've done those and I've gotten good responses. So I feel like I'm a great, I'm a great MC. Okay. I'm a professional. So, um, so yeah, make sure y'all sign up for that and, um, it's going to be great. And that's all the announcements I have. So for the next thing I wanted to talk about, um, by the way, I really do suck at transitions. Ronisha was right. But anyway, <laughs> um, for this episode, I, I'm trying to debate if I want to keep this short or not, but I'm just going to let the Lord guide me here. You know, if it's an hour, it's an hour. If it's not, it's not. You know what I'm saying? So ride this wave with me. But um, like I said, this is the last week of Dwarfism Awareness Month, and I kind of wanted to end it on a cool, positive note. Um, but I also wanted to share a story, a personal story that I have, um, that I think is worth sharing. And yeah, so what I wanted to talk about is, um, I wanted to talk about this moment of, by the way, guys, this is actually a moment of, uh, complete transparency that I'm about to tell you. (laughs) 
So I wanted to tell the story about my first time at a little people convention. And for those who don't know, the little people convention or the LPA convention, however you want to call it, it's a convention that was put together by a gentleman by the name of Billy Barty. Um, It all started because he felt it was great to have a community of little people to just come together, socialize, you know, share tips and tricks with each other and just kind of be in fellowship with each other. Um, It started off with that. And then, of course, it grew and grew. And so we have um, LPA conventions. There's um, I believe there's like regional meetings um, and then they can extend to the international conventions or um conferences, whatever phrase you want to use. Um, So when I was a teenager, because I can't remember exactly how old I was, but when I was a teenager, um, I went to my first one. I want to say I was like a young teenager. I want to say I was in middle school at the time. And middle school is what's uh, like between the ages of 12 and 14. So I was around that age. And um, because my mom really wanted me to be surrounded with other little people, um, because in my world, in the world that I live in, um, everyone in my family is average height. All of my friends are average height. Just everything around me was a bunch of average height people. And my mom felt it would be great for me to, you know, be around other little people who share the same experiences, the same feelings, the same everything with each other. So um, I I don't know if I was excited per se um, about going, um, but I also was like not, you know, closed off about it either. I was just kind of like content, I guess you could say, um, about the idea of going. Um, and I think there was some nerves prior to going because, of course, I mean, just me in, in general, meeting new people is always, like, scary for me. I am, believe it or not, guys, I am not someone that's, like, quick to, you know, meet people right away. I am definitely the type of person that I got to warm up to you before I can let my full self come out. You know what I'm saying? So, um so that part was a little nerve wracking, but it could have been anybody or it could have been anything. Um, and I would have still been the same way. So, uh, so we go to this meeting, I mean, this conference and it was in, uh, Dallas or it was actually in Grapevine, Texas, which is like a suburb of Dallas. So we ended up going there and, um, I got to miss school and everything. It was great. Um, <laughs> uh, So I went, and let me tell you, and I'm sure my mom was feeling the same way, my uh, reaction to going there, I I was so intimidated by everything and everybody. (laughs) And it's so interesting because it's like you would think, Toria, you're around people that look just like you. Why are you so nervous? Why are you so closed off right now? I was so nervous. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was very 
I don't know why. Looking back, I I honestly regret that because I <laughs> I don't know. And it was like I was shy, but it was like shy to a whole nother level. Um, and so I didn't really want to interact with anybody. I didn't really want to do a lot of the stuff that was going on. My mom had to really like push me to, you know, be social and things like that. Um, and so I, I spoke to people who spoke to me first, but that was it. I, it was just so interesting to, to think about. And at the time, I didn't have the words to articulate why I was feeling this way. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was definitely interesting. And um, funny story, or funny fact, um, at that meeting, or I keep saying meeting, at that conference, it was actually a regional meeting, so I, it probably is the right word to use, but I met the twins from Little Women of Atlanta. Um, their names just literally escaped my brain just now, but it was Amanda, Amanda, and oh my gosh, what's her sister's name? Oh, now I'm like, I'm blanking on her name. But um, the twins, I forgot, the were they called? What, they had a name, the Twerk Twins. Oh, geez, I am really screwing this up. But anyway, they uh, they were at the, the conference that, that time. So I met them, and they were, like, the – they were we were all young at the time. So I, I met them before the twerking, okay? <laughs> um, and I can't remember which twin it was, but one twin played the piano. She played Aladdin um, at one of the little talent shows that we had that night. And she was really good. And so we, like, really linked with them. Um, and my mom was, like, chatting with her parents. And it was a whole thing. And, um, yeah, it was great. So it's funny because I'm, like, I watched the show. And I'm, like, hey, I actually met them. I literally have pictures um, where me and the twins are po posing together. So, but, yeah, those were, like, <clears throat> those were the only two people that I really stuck to at the at that L LPA convention. Um, but otherwise, I was just like, I don't want to talk to nobody. <laughs> so I just want to stick to my people right now. And um, and I and I think about this because um, oh, let me before I get to that point, I went to the second my second LPA convention, this was the international one. And this one was in Orlando, Florida. My mom obviously brought me there. It would have been a great two for one package because Disney world is there. And, um, Disney world is there. My dad lives in Florida. And so, and the, the convention. So it's really a three in one package. So, um, let me just say, I was not interested in anything that was LPA related. I was only interested in um, Disney World and visiting my dad. So, <laughs> and I, again, looking back, I feel awful. I feel awful knowing that I did not take advantage of the time being at the LPA convention. Um, and I, after the Florida convention, 
I literally remember telling myself, I don't want to go to a convention in, like anymore because it's not fun for me. And then again, I'm now that I'm thinking about it with my adult mind, because at the time I was a teenager, now that I'm thinking about it with my adult mind, and now that I have the language to articulate why I was feeling this way, I realized it was partly because this was such a new experience for me that I, my brain just couldn't wrap my mind around the fact that there's a whole convention, there's a whole room of little people just like me. You know what I'm saying? I could not wrap my mind around that. Um, it was overwhelming to know that I am not alone. Does that make sense to y'all? And and also it's like, it's weird to say this, but I've learned how to navigate life being the only little person in the room. I'm used to that. I know what that that entails. I know what, you know, I know what that's all about. Yes, sometimes I don't like it. Actually, most times I don't like being the only little person in the room because obviously people are making fun of me and all this other stuff, right? But it's like I'm used to it. I know what to expect. I know what that that comes with. When I'm in a room with all little people, I don't know what that life is like. And I think my body and my brain just shut down when presented with that. And so, um, and I think too, it's just like, wow, there is, there's actually so many of us out here. You know what I mean? Because again, in my head, I was thinking to myself, or better yet, I've lived, before going to the conventions, I've had this thought in my mind that I am the only little person in this world. And how, how pretentious is that? How, by the way, <laughs> like, wow, Toria, I'm not the main character, okay? <laughs> so, but that's literally what I was thinking, if I could be completely honest. I was thinking, I was like, I'm, I must be the only little person in this whole world, right? And, um, and the reality was, at that moment, I am not. And there's so many people who look just like me. And then to also see these wonderful little people who are just confident and living their lives and just are happy. And to also see families who look just like mine, you know, there's kids with average parents just like I do. Um, to know that there's other black little people, because that was, I didn't see that very often. Um it was just, I think all of that overwhelmed me. And um, and like I said, it, it caused me to like, I think to just shut down, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but it, if I could be honest, it's one of my deepest regrets that I never took advantage of that full experience because I was so, I was so shy. I was so shut off. Um, all of those things. By the way, side note, I totally met, I, so I met the twins, and I met Brianna from Little Women of LA. Little Women, yeah, Brianna walked up to me to try to chat with me, and she thought that I was a grown-up, because I was not a grown-up, but, <laughs> but she thought I was a grown-up, and she was like, I think she told me, she was like, hey, do you want to go, like, hit the club after this? And I was like, oh, no, honey, I am a 
teenager. <laughs> so, so I met her too. But yeah, she was like, oh, you look so much older. I'm sorry. And I was like, so sorry. But, um, but yeah, uh, it was, that was interesting. But yeah, I met like three people from the uh, little people or little women franchise. Um, looking back, I didn't realize I did, but I totally did. So, um, but yeah, so I think about that often. Now, would I go to an LPA um, convention in the future? Uh, I want to. Um, I thought, I mean, things may have changed, but I thought you have to pay for a membership in order to go. Now, if there is some type of monetary thing that I got to do, I'll be honest with y'all, it's probably going to have to wait because your girl is broke. So, um, so yeah, I might have to put a hold on that. But if there's um, conventions where, you know, it's it's free or whatever, I don't have to pay anything, I can just go, um, then definitely I will explore that. But, um, but yeah, it's just something I... I think about often and I really wish I can redo those moments because um, who knows I could have had friends I could have made friends with little people and you know been able to explore my feelings with somebody who actually knows um knows what I'm feeling so um so we'll take a break right here okay guys Looks like we will be having an hour episode. <laughs> so, um, by the way, guys, did y'all like that, um, you know, commercial break that I did yesterday or last week? I thought it was great. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we'll take a break. So, um, go, go get you something to drink, um, or get you a snack. You like Cheeto puffs? I like Cheeto puffs. Go eat some of that and then come back. After these messages, you won't be hearing messages, guys. But just, just pretend. We're gonna pretend. We're gonna manifest. We're uh, one day we will have an ad. Okay, one day, one day. All right, and we will be back. Bye, guys. All right, don't leave. But just take, take a break. Take a breather. All right. <laughs> y'all get some uh, cheetah puffs i know i did those cheeto cheetah puffs from cheetah what is cheetah puffs cheeto puffs lord anyway cheeto puffs the white cheddar kind those are bomb okay so if you don't know about those please introduce yourself to uh the cheetos white cheddar puffs those are a hit okay but anyway, um, and also side note, I don't know if our listeners watch the show Insecure. If you don't, then you might need to go to therapy because why are you choosing to miss out on the greatest TV show ever made? Like what? what's, you need to explore that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but if you don't watch it, please watch it because you're missing out. Okay, but the the season five just premiered, and on the first episode, Kelly on the show 
Um, she has a podcast, and I thought that was so cute and funny because I relate to Kelly in a lot of ways. Um, I feel for Kelly. I I feel like Kelly is my friend. Um, I want her to be my friend, and so um, so to see her have a podcast, I just thought that was great. And then two, she has a segment on her uh, podcast, and I think it was Kelly's Preguntas. I thought it was great. I really love that. I might steal that idea. <laughs> um, but no. Um, so yeah, let me just plug in the fact that Insecure is back. Um, if you don't watch the show, then again, you need to explore why you don't watch the show. Um, because yeah, you're missing out on great TV. Okay. But anyway, back to the conversation at hand. Okay. So like I said, I my deepest regrets is not being open to uh, the little people conventions and things like that. Um, I am, like I said, I'm regretful and I'm slightly ashamed <laughs> to know that I was so closed, closed off to the um, opportunities to meet and have community with other little people. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I wonder if my life would have, you know, been different had I just been open and open to receive and all this other stuff. Uh, so yeah. So in the future, my plans is to attend more little people conventions, but also just in general, just, you know, have friends um, communicate more with other little people. So that's the beauty of, you know, you know, creating a podcast, um, having this social media page to connect with other little people, all those things. Like that's the beauty of that. Um, so shout out to the internet for that. Um, but also to another transparent moment. Um, what I didn't say in the first part to, um, the other thing that like stopped me from like being open to you know being friends with little people and all this other stuff so not like I said, I was used to being the only little person in the room, but I also again, I'm not proud of this, but i at the time, I don't think this way anymore. But at the time, I was like, I don't, because if it's like, we have a, we, when you have one little person, it, it creates, you know, looks and stares and all this other stuff, right? But when you have multiple little people in a room, it creates even more stares, you know what I mean? It like everything just intensifies whenever there's multiple little people in, a, in one room. Like, it starts to feel like I am a part of a, like, art exhibit or something. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like that feeling, to be honest with you. I don't like the feeling when it's just me by myself, okay? So to know that there is, that it intensifies when there's multiple little people in a room, that makes me want to shut down. And it makes me want to not be in that position. And I'm going to, and I'm going to tell you why I don't think that way anymore. 
because I once I knew that that's how I was feeling, I realized that that is rooted in what feelings that I already had at the time with my own body. With my basically, I was projecting. I was projecting how I saw myself. I was projecting what I, you know, thought about with myself, my own issues and all those things. I was projecting that on to this situation. And, um, you know, because I am, I was not confident in my dwarfism. I was not confident as a little person. I was not confident in any of it. And I was not proud. I was not... I was none of the, those things. I, again, like I said earlier, I would do everything I could to make people ignore my dwarfism. I would always be funny. I would always do, I would just do a lot of things that would, <clears throat> I would do a lot of things that would make you, or make you forget that I was a little person, okay? I think anyone who knows me or has, you know, experienced me or whatever the case may be, knows that I, I mean, granted, I like to think that I'm naturally funny, but, but um, I, more than likely, if you first met me, if your first interaction with me, if, or I'm sorry, let me rephrase, more than likely your first interaction with me was because I was doing something funny. Okay. I remember in fifth grade, I was going to a new school. Horn Elementary. Shout out to, to the Horn Elementary. Okay. Um, this is a new school with new people. I don't know anybody. Right. And um, the first day or two, I was like very shy and timid and things like that. Right. And then I think. After that, I was like, listen, I'm going to have to turn it on. I'm going to have to be funny. I'm going to have to do all of these things, right? And so that's what I did. And that that allowed me to be comfortable to be around people, right? And then also, in my head, it made other people forget that I was a little person. It was like a protective layer, at least so I thought, right? And so that's just an example of like how much I, I did a lot to try to get people to forget. And you know, what's so interesting about that? Nobody forgot. That's the reality guys. This is the lesson. You could try your hardest to try to ignore or try to prevent people from seeing you a certain way. You can do, you could do, you could go through hula hoops for this. Okay. That's not a saying, but hear me out. Okay. But, but you can do a lot to try to have people forget a part of your identity, what, whatever it is. It could be your race. It could be your sexual orientation. It could be any of those things. You can try your best to like force people to ignore that. But at the end of the day, they know, they see it. Okay. Like my friends saw that I was a little person. They saw it. They see me. They know I'm different. Yet here I am trying my best to make you forget or to make you, you know, not see me as a little person, right? So I'm doing all this work and this mental stress of doing this <laughs> when in reality, 
they see it. They know it. Okay? Even in, I, I mean, I'm sure there was plenty of moments where they reminded me of, like, the fact that they do know that I am a little person. They do see that I'm a little person. Right? They see me as different. Okay? But anyway, so... So what I was doing is I was projecting those feelings onto the situation, right? If I hang out with another little person, if I hang out with two little people, it's going to create more than I want to happen, okay? Um, in high school, perfect example as well. In high school, there was another little person there. Lovely, lovely person, right? She also, like I said, we both went to the same school. And by the way, everybody said we looked alike. And I, I think we could both agree that we don't look alike. I think it's the simple fact that we were both little people and we were both <laughs> black women, right? And so, or black girls in high school. And so anyway, that's neither here nor there. So we, like I said, we were in the same high school together. She was a few grades ahead of me, I believe. Um, and everybody was just, I kid you not, I I can't speak for her, but I kid you not, everybody will always, like, try to come up to me and be like, you know, did you talk to her? Did you do this? Did you do that? Did you know there's a little person? Well, they didn't use that term, little person, but anyway, did did you do this? Did you do that? It was like, almost like they were hassling me, (laughs) and... And if we were in the same hallway together or if we were just near each other, it just felt weird. Like, cause people were just like, oh my God, there's two little people here. <laughs> it was so, I don't know. I, I personally felt uncomfortable because it was just always a topic of conversation in high school. Um, and always, and also it was weird too. Again, I can't speak for her, but I know for me, somebody was trying to trying to create drama between me and her. And I was just like, listen, I'm smarter than that, buddy. I don't, like, I know, first of all, I have no, like, hate or anything towards her. Um, So why are you saying that? It was weird. I, I, again, I can't speak for her. But for me, people would try to create drama between me and her. And I don't know if it's because people wanted, like, a show. I don't know. But I didn't fall for it because I am smarter than that. And even if the case was true, I am not the type of person to be in drama. I And I know that that's cliche to say because I feel like most people say that. But I am legitimately one, like I am one of those people. I don't like to be in drama. I am not someone to be in drama with. Um... Because simply, I am just the type of person I like to talk things through. <laughs> and so, or, or I will just ignore you. And so, um, so I am just not the, the drama person to go to, okay? Um, I am very much so an easygoing person. And um, so it was just like, even if that was true, I, okay. <laughs> but am I going on a tangent? Anyway. But the point is, that that was a perfect example of, like, even in that moment, when we went to school together at the same time, people were, like, weird about it. And so it made me uncomfortable, and it also made me kind of, like, distance myself from her, 
Because I'm like, I can't comfortably have a conversation with her without all these people be like, oh my God, there's two little people in there. You know what I mean? Like, even if I wanted to have a conversation with her, I couldn't, or at least in my head, because I was living in my head. I was like, no, I can't do this because it's just, it's going to bring attention. And it's going to bring attention to the fact that these people are going to know or going to realize that we're little people. So again, me living in my head, me projecting, me doing all of these things, right? So, um, so I say all that to say that I acknowledge that that's how I was thinking. It wasn't right. Like that's a pretty toxic thing to think about. In matter of fact, um, cause I talked about this on another episode. This is what internalized ableism is. This is what it looks like. Internalized ableism is basically where is basically what I did. I didn't want to associate myself with little people because if I did, that's going to be too much in my face, too much of a of a reminder that I am indeed different, quote unquote. Um, I am a little person. I am a dwarf. I am, you know what I mean? So what I did was I distanced myself from everything involving that in hopes that people would treat me different and I could have close proximity to the status quo, perhaps, or so to speak. Um, so I can have close, or I can reap the benefits of, of the status quo, really. That's basically what internalized ableism is. Because if I can reap the benefits, that means I don't have to deal with people making fun of me. I don't have to deal with any of that. I literally can hide behind that, you know, behind the normalcy, if that makes sense. And so, like I said, I acknowledge that. And I, I've said it before. I acknowledge that I have moments of internalized ableism. And I, again, when I say that I work every day, that's a part of the work. Part of the work is is undoing all of those things that I had in my mind, trying not to project my, you know, feelings and traumas onto everything else. I am constantly trying to undo that and turning that into, you know, a like turning that into confidence, turning that into, you know, fully accepting myself. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a work in progress. Um, so I'm curious if you're a little person and you're listening to this, do y'all deal with the, the emotional baggage that I have to deal with? <laughs> Cause, um, I don't know. Sometimes I feel, I mean, I am somebody who like, I'm, I analyze things a little too much. I, you know, I analyze a lot because I live in my head. Um, I wish I could show you my brain guys. Um, but yeah, I, I live in my, my head a lot and I, like I said, I overanalyze, I overthink, I, I overdo it basically. <laughs> and so I wonder if there's other little people out there who, you know, are just like me that is completely, you know, making everything so deep. <laughs> so, but anyway. So I admire little people who have overcome that and, you know, has 
from the early ages has has been very confident and open and accepting of who they are. I admire that. I actually love to see it. It's a beautiful thing. And um, I'm going to get there. You know, I'm halfway there, I feel like, but I'm going to fully get there at some point. And so, um, so there's that. What are you supposed to gain out of this story? <laughs> what I hope for you guys to gain, by the way, I'm trying to stop saying guys. It's not a gender inclusive uh, term to use, but um, I also acknowledge that I am trying to be better with that as well. But um, what I hope for you all to gain from this conversation is that um, this is the this is the life of a disabled person, specifically someone with dwarfism. You know, a lot of us deal with internalized ableism. A lot of us deal with depression. Okay, again, another full transparent moment. That's something I deal with. I have moments where I'm like very down on myself. I have moments where memories will pop up, like specific memories. It will just literally pop up. And then when they do pop up, it completely ruins my day. <laughs> um, I struggle with sleeping at night sometimes uh, because I'm constantly thinking about, you know, the stuff that I've never healed from. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about that. And I think about like, you know, will I ever be confident in my true self and all this other stuff? So I, I, I deal with those things. And there's a lot of other people who deal with it just like I do, right? We deal with a lot that comes with being disabled. But what I want you to also understand too, is that although we have to deal with these things, we are still wonderful human beings and we are still deservingly, I mean, we still deserve, you know, to be respected and we deserve to be loved and we also deserve to be seen in our full selves, okay? We are, you know, not just little people, but just all folks with disabilities. This is who we are. This is a part of who we are, okay? This is not something we want you to ignore. Don't ignore our disabilities because it's it's something that is what makes us us, makes us who we are. We are beautiful in our disabilities, you know what I'm saying? And um, And a lot of us are happy with our our bodies are happy with our disabled bodies and then of course there's others that are you know struggling which is okay too again we live in an ableist society and society makes it hard for you to love your body so we show love to those people as well but we also want you to know to not you know don't pity us but also understand that this is the, these, this is what it's like, you know what I'm saying? And so with you understanding what it's like, you know, I'm speaking to able-bodied people, by the way, or average height people. Now that you know what this is like, now that you know the, 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 um, I guess you could say full experience a little person could have, or a disabled person could have, um, I just challenge you to Continue to listen to disabled people and also challenge yourself and challenge your friends 
with how you see little people. You know, um, I always used to think to myself, like, you know, the, the things that I've had to deal with, like from bullying and all this other stuff. I'm like, do y'all guys, or do you all know when you bully somebody, like what that does to a person? Like I said, I, I still have memories that comes up to, and, and ruins my day. And I'm 28 years old. And the moments that I think about or the moments that pops up in my brain are moments from when I was a young child, okay? When I was in elementary school, okay? <laughs> and so um, so when those, like, when the, the fact that those things still affect me in the real, and to also know that it doesn't even bother them, that is, that's, that's a lot. That's, a, you know, that's a wild thing to think about. So I, I, say this to say challenge yourself and challenge your friends with how you interact with disabled folks what you say about disabled folks you know what you do all those things don't contribute to ableism because that that mess can can influence a person's life you know what i'm saying and then to my little people homies all right what i want to leave you with is that um Although I'm still learning in my, you know, journey and I'm in the process of undoing a lot as well. Um, and I sometimes feel like I don't have advice for people because I'm just like, I don't know, I'm still struggling myself. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but I do, I do have advice. Um, I do have encouraging words for you. Um, for the folks who are in the same boat as me, the folks who, you know, don't, um, know where to find their confidence, know where to, you know, live their lives free and and have control over their happiness and things like that. If you feel like you relate to me, what I encourage you to do is don't do what I did by, (laughs) don't do what I did by um, purposely ignoring little people and things like that. I would like to encourage you and parents of little people to please go to LPA conventions and actually make friends with other little people. Because when you see and when you have somebody who completely relates to what you're experiencing and what you're feeling, you that can make this experience feel way better. Okay, so please connect with other little people, find your community. Okay. And I also want you to know that, you know, people are going to point and and do all of these things, right? And there's nothing we can do to stop it, unfortunately, right? But always remember that you you were chosen for this body, okay? And um and that is who you are, and that's what makes you beautiful. I know now what I'm about to say I understand that not everybody is Christian and not everybody reads the Bible, but I feel like this still applies in this situation. But what I always say to myself is that I was um, the the verse um, that I was fearfully and wonderfully made. And um, and that's, you know, I like to think that that's that's true for everybody. You know, when you were created, you were created perfectly and you were created beautifully. 
And so I just want to encourage you to not listen to what society is saying about you. Um, Because, you know, society will tell you that you don't deserve to be happy. You don't deserve to have fun. You do not deserve to, you know, live life, things like that. They are liars. They're haters. (laughs) And don't listen to them. Um, I know that sounds easier said than done. But please learn from me that um, they do not, they do not get to control your happiness. You do. Okay, you get to control that. So, um, so yes, find your community and be and walk in your true self. Okay, I know it's hard. Trust me, it's hard. The way society is set up, it's hard to ignore what society has to say. And not and, and trying not to believe what they have to say. But I promise you, it is worth it. Okay? Um, you're appreciated. And being a little person is great. Because your shoes are cheaper. Okay? And, um, yeah. That's one benefit. And you can fit and hide in places that nobody else can fit in. So, tell them to suck it whenever they... <laughs> But no, in all seriousness, you're you're a beautiful person, and always remember that. Okay, um, so there's that, guys. So this is your last um week of dwarfism awareness month. What did y'all learn? What did y'all learn? What did y'all gain? You know, did did each episode help you with you know perspective or help you with learning anything about dwarfism? Let us know. We have a wonderful dm on instagram so leave us your thoughts your comments there you can email us if you want to send us a long message um but yeah let me know what you think um i would love to hear your thoughts okay we will be back with dwarfism awareness month next week okay or next week next year jesus (laughs) next year and so um so yeah we'll we'll keep this going, this train going. So after October, we'll be back on our regular schedule. We're going to go back to being bi-weekly because um, I, we're busy, okay? <laughs> so we're going to go back to bi-weekly. I'm sorry to tell you guys this. This is why we're going to have two episodes next week so y'all can, you know, feel feel the love. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, so make sure you listen to us on all the things. Uh, subscribe so y'all can be notified when a new episode drops, okay? And share it with your friends. Tell everybody about us. Um, share our content. We would love for you guys to share our content, okay? And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week, baby. Can't believe October's almost over. Um, but, yes, be, uh, we'll be back next week with two episodes. So we send our love. And um, we hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.